0: Like Bob on Facebook at facebook.com slash
1: live. Just a uh, quick note I want to thank those of you who have already given to the Bible League campaign uh, We're not going to officially take the day for the Bible League until later this month But the banner is up on our website at thewordcolumbus.com. And there have been many of you who have already given. I haven't really come and asked you yet. But so many of you are familiar with the incredible ministry of the Bible League. Five dollars provides a Bible to someone in the persecuted church around the world. That includes the shipping, the printing... And the distribution. It's hard to believe. I mean, it's actually unbelievable. But they do it. They really do. I've been with them. I've been traveled around the world with them. It is the best $5 you could ever, ever, ever invest. $5 provides a Bible for someone in the persecuted church around the world. And most of those Bibles will touch at least a dozen to 15 people, because Bibles are in such short supply in the countries, the communities where the Bible League is working. It's a, it's a phenomenal opportunity to invest in eternity. And uh, you're going to hear me say much, much, much more about it towards the end of the month. But you have already begun giving. God bless you and thank you. So, you can go to the wordcolumbus.com and uh, click on the Bible League banner, and you can give right now today. Uh, or you can call 800 Yes Word. Yeah, it's the same number they've had for many years. 800 Yes Word. If you call, make sure that you tell them it's WRFD or Bob Bernie Live. So they'll know that you are giving towards our campaign. All right. 800-YES-WORD, you can call right now, uh, or go online anytime, night or day, at the wordcolumbus.com, the Bible League. It is by far the largest goal of the year, by far. And uh, the economy is not good, inflation is still high, but I am believing and trusting that not only will we reach our goal, will exceed it. You can start giving now. And uh, start praying. Start praying now. I take these campaigns very seriously, probably far more serious than I should. And I'm I'm just being honest, candid, and transparent with you. Uh, So you can start giving now. Uh, That's all I'll say today Um, and probably won't say anything for the next few days. But you can give now to the Bible League campaign. Uh, 800 yes word or go to the wordcolumbus.com. This is a shocking story out of California. Talk about Big Brother. California was probably the most stringent in the COVID 19 lockdowns in America, particularly churches. Uh, You'll probably remember the conflict of John MacArthur's church with Los Angeles County. Uh, They told John MacArthur, you're not going to meet. We're shutting you down. John MacArthur said, excuse me, Uh, we obey man until man's commandments contradict God's commandments. And we are told to gather together, to assemble together. And so we're going to obey God. And Los Angeles said, oh, no, you're not. No, 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 you better shut your doors. John MacArthur and the elders of the church said, oh, no, 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 no. Our doors will remain open. And they did. They were fined. They were persecuted. Uh, A parking lot that they had been using for years and years and years was taken away from them the state of California and Los Angeles County did everything they could to shut down John MacArthur's church. Well, they stood firm, took him to court, and they won. John MacArthur's church won, and they never closed out. Well, that church was not the only church that was harassed by state and county governments. Another one was Calvary Chapel, In Santa Clara County, Calvary Chapel was ordered by the county, Santa Clara County, you better shut down. We got this COVID thing. Everybody's going to die, and uh, we're going to force you to shut down. Calvary Chapel said, "Uh -uh, nope, not doing it. We're going to obey God. We're going to stay open. Well, Eventually, they won, they didn't shut down, and so forth. But now, just now, we are finding out what Santa Clara County did. Let me read directly from the news item out of California. This is a secular news source in California. Let me read it to you. Santa Clara County deployed a variety of surveillance techniques on congregants of a local church that met during COVID-19 including tracking phone location data and parking a car in a nearby lot to observe behavior, court documents reported by independent journalist David Zwig uh, has revealed this week. Uh, are you listening? Investors from the count inspectors, pardon me, Inspectors from the county's COVID 19 business compliance unit. They had a special business compliance unit in Santa Clara County. Inspectors from the county's COVID 19 business compliance unit spent a total of 51 hours conducting stakeouts near Calvary Chapel, San Jose between November 25th, 2020. And January 3rd, 2021, observing everything from Sunday services to baptisms and prayer groups. Enforcement officers, I hope you're still listening. Enforcement officers were paid by the county $219 an hour. Can I read that again? Enforcement officers were paid $219 an hour, wrote in great detail about church activities, noting each violation of the mask mandate, social distancing policy, and statewide ban on singing. Remember that? They banned singing, can't sing. No, no. Using cellular mobility data from a company called SafeGraph, uh, the county set up a geofence around the church building to track how many people visited each day. They were tracking the pings on cell phones at the church. You know, of course, that your cell phone is constantly following you and tracking you. And legal uh, police, I think it takes a warrant, but they can find your records, and they can find out where you are, where you were every moment of every day, if your phone is on, because it's pinging towers. The county, again, quoting, the county set up a geofence around the church building to track how many people visited each day. Documents obtained by the investigative reporter show. The county paid Stanford law professor Daniel Ho $800 an hour to analyze the data, determining there was a daily peak of 1,700 people visiting the church in early 2021. This is America. This is the kind of stuff that they do in communist countries. This is the kind of horror stories that I heard when I first started visiting Moldova 25 years ago. Calvary Chapel said, It is unconscionable how much time and money this county has spent surveilling and targeting this church when they should be focused on rebuilding the community. That's a statement from the attorney for Calvary Chapel. Uh, Just unbelievable. Individual church members were surveilled. They noted who went in, who went out, who was baptized, who was singing, who wasn't singing, who was wearing masks, who wasn't wearing masks and they paid enforcement officers $219 an hour to spy, and they paid some law professor $800 an hour to analyze cell phone data from members of the church. I would hope that one of the large Christian civil liberty organizations— Uh, liberty council alliance defending freedom one of those would come and represent that church and sue the county for every penny they can get this should not ever happen in america sadly it happened all over the country but probably california was the worst Uh, unconstitutional obviously and unconscionable wow I hope the county has to pay
0: follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com Bob Bernie live
1: and welcome back my telephone number 877 Bob live 8772625483 that is the number that Frank in Columbus called Frank you're on Bob Bernie live welcome
2: Oh, thanks, Bob. Hey, um, just wanted to call and tell you, thank you for all the teaching, all the information that you've passed on and over the years. It's, uh, it's made a huge difference in my life now that I look back at it. I was thinking about this last night, and I thought, that guy sure has taught me a lot. I'm going to call him and thank him. Oh,
1: my goodness.
2: And, uh, yeah, you really have. And it's not like just one thing, just all the years of listening bit by bit paying attention, and uh, hey, you've changed my viewpoints on a lot of things. I didn't used to think but I, I about a certain way, but I'd listen to you, and it's it sunk in. It's made a huge difference. So thanks a lot, Bob.
1: My goodness, you have no idea how encouraging that is, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. I don't get a whole lot of negative, mean-spirited communication. I get it, you know. But most of the communication I get is positive. But encouragement, for all of us, Frank, we all need encouragement. And radio is a strange medium because, and I've said this before, but it's true. Right now, I am sitting all alone in this room. It's got one, two, three, four glass windows, and there's nobody else in here. I can see Jeff. He is two windows away across the hall. He's the one that screens calls and pushes the buttons and so forth. But all I can see is the microphone. I can't see a single person, a single individual. And sometimes, Frank, you wonder. Anybody listening? Because I can't see them. It's not like, you know, when I preach on Sunday... I can see everybody. I can see their expressions. I can see their face. I can see whether I'm getting through or not, uh, whether whether they're mad and upset and about to throw something or, or whether they're encouraged. But with radio, it's just a strange animal. So encouragement like yours is just very, very important. And I thank you, Frank. I thank you.
2: Well, I... I I really feel like sometimes the Holy Spirit's like speaking through you, you know. And
1: uh wow, I, I I've sure told, hope so.
2: I I have told so many people uh over the years about different things. So I've tried to pass it on. I don't explain it as well as you do, but I've tried to get the basics to them, to get them to think about things and just thanks a lot, Bob. Really.
1: Oh, God bless you, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thanks. You. Have have, you hey you Good as sir. well you've made my day much better thank you um listen and i'm not saying this about me encourage people who pour into your life your pastor sunday school teacher small group leaders your parents people who have a positive influence on you let them know it uh, come a time when it's too late, don't wait until then. You have no idea how much you can change someone's day by just simply encouraging them. So, Frank, thank you. Uh, Joy and I were out last night, and uh, this is a strange story. Uh, we don't go to the laundromat very often because we have a washer and dryer at our house there have been times in our marriage, we spent a lot of time at laundromats, as probably most of you have as well, but we had a quilt that was much too big to put in our washing machine, so we took it to the local laundromat because they have those big commercial ones, and and they wash them and fold them real nice. Well, we dropped them off a couple of days ago, went last night to pick them up, and uh, we're just before the place closes, and I'm walking up, and I say... Hey, I got a couple things to pick up. Last name is Bernie. And there's this guy sitting there. He goes, are you Bob Bernie? I said, yeah. He says, God bless you. I listen every single day to your program. And we had a nice little conversation. I'm in a laundromat. Well, praise God for those things.